Welcome to The Square, your podcast from the Iowa League of Cities, bringing you current and important topics from around the state to your town square with our hosts, Mickey Shields, the Director of Membership Services, and Katie Wheeler, the League's Business Relations Coordinator. Our hosts bring you topics that matter to your town square. Welcome back to The Square, everyone. Katie, how are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you today? We are moving right along. We It's a uh, recording in... Uh, Early February here, and as many of our listeners probably know, it's the middle of, or beginning of the legislative session, and it's also city budget season, so it's kind of hectic around the league offices these days, um, but we're having fun. Yeah, it is a busy time right now. I totally agree. Uh, besides that, how has your winter been? It has been an interesting winter. Um you have had an interesting winter. Holidays are a lot of fun. I'm going to probably pay for this at home, <laughs> but I might as well share the story in a little lighthearted moment here. Now it's lighthearted. At the moment, it wasn't. The uh, uh, The Shields family was supposed to go to uh, uh, Mexico for a, a family vacation in the middle of January, which had to be postponed because somebody in our family, I'm not going to say any who, but somebody did not get their passport updated which it turns out you need to have that when you want to leave the country <laughs> so yeah. minor yeah. details minor detail and it was discovered literally 4 p.m the day before we were supposed to leave so too late to really do anything about it so it was a uh you know that's a sucky start of... to the wind <laughs> yeah it was kind of a down uh, disappointment but the upside is uh we booked through like a travel agent, had travel insurance and everything. We didn't lose any money, got to like basically just move our trip back, assuming said family member can get their passport returned in time with a new expiration date. Yeah, that's, uh, so yeah, that, yeah, that was a tough one. Three things, uh, you know, out of whack for a little bit there. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it was like a 24-hour trauma for the Shields <laughs> clan. That but is trauma. I again, would agree. The worst case scenario did not actually happen. Like if we had just completely lost a trip, actually, you know, what would have happened? Like some of us would have gone and the person who remains okay. on me that would, would have stayed sucky. back in Iowa. I'm really glad that did not happen for your whole family. <laughs> right. Right. So now it's, uh, that's been the big story for me. What about you? Oh, you know, it's winter. So we're, I just sit in the bleachers all the time. <laughs> yes. Yeah, what okay. I do in the winter um, but yeah, it's, we've, we've been doing good. Nice. And what's so, going on at the league? Well, actually a lot, you know, we just talked about the legislative session ramping up here and there's already been a flurry of bills that are uh, mm-hmm. really important to cities. So it's our uh, typical reminder on the square to sign up for all the city, all the leagues, uh, news and outlets, uh, league weekly comes out every Tuesday, legislative, legislative link comes out. Uh, every Friday during the session. And, and obviously that's very important for legislative news and contains the bills uh, that are important to cities that affect cities um, in ways you can contact your legislators and get involved in the process. Uh, so if you haven't already signed up for that, please do so. Um, again, a lot of important things going on right now uh, that impact cities. So it's important to stay tuned. Uh, the other things that we're working on, we have a kind of a, this is our planning period, I'd say, for membership services. We have uh, our eyes on the annual conference. Uh, 
which will be September 20 through the 22nd in Cedar Rapids. And so we have already pretty well into our planning uh, process for that with workshops and um, things we're going to take a look at in the Cedar Rapids community uh, where we're going to host different events and so on. Uh, prior to that, we have our nuisance abatement conference, uh, which will be in May in Newton, our annual golf fundraiser, uh, great event uh, to come out and enjoy. That'll be in June in Ankeny, mm -hmm. um, small city workshops, which will also be in June. So uh, in our membership services department, it never really stops. We're always kind of looking out and planning out uh, future events and conferences and educational opportunities. Never really a dull moment. Um, should also mention, we help coordinate some uh, uh, events for our associations that we help manage, including the, the, the Mayor's Association, which is holding a emergency management symposium on March 4th. So by the time this goes out, it'll be pretty tight turnaround. But if you are interested in learning more about emergency management, that will be a great event. It's not only open to mayors as well. You can bring a mayor out there, can bring city staff or somebody that they think uh, should uh, learn from that. But it'll be a great topic. Emergency management is always important for cities. So all of this information, again, if you're not getting League Weekly, uh, subscribe to that. That's the newsletter that we at the League use to put out information on everything that's important to cities, but particularly um, education and training events that are of interest. That was a lot. It Sounds a lot. like we're very busy. Also, we're, all, we're always busy. But on top of that, Katie, we have a couple other yeah. great things happening this year. And we're going to we'll first start with simplicity. So if you want to quickly summarize that effort that the league has put together. Yes, we are putting together a campaign to help cities tell their citizens exactly what cities do. And it's a video campaign. And I think that should roll out. When do you think that'll be out, Mickey? Well, it's coming up soon. We uh, actually have seen a couple um scripts yeah uh, talk about these little videos they're gonna be really fun they're gonna get we're gonna have some actors um kind of do some kids explaining if you yep. will uh, talking about what cities do and how they provide services to their citizens it's going to be a really fun campaign i think it's also something that our board set as a strategic plan to help basically educate the public kind of re-educate the public on the value and the importance of municipal services mm -hmm. For many of us in the league universe, we kind of take it for granted that we this is what we do, and it's not necessarily a glamorous lifestyle or profession, but it might be a, at a point in time here where we need to get some citizens back into a better understanding of uh, the things that they probably take for granted. Uh, clean water and law enforcement yep. and public safety streets and the parks and yeah. the libraries and mm -hmm. yeah streets that you can actually drive down without wrecking your car uh, all those things that you know we all utilize every single day and we've always said this here at the league it's the the level of government that, that most people are utilize every day to services that they're most comfortable with they trust the most that they probably understand the most but mm -hmm. uh, we hope that ultimately it helps our members um, have a kind of a, a, a thing that they can share with their public and say like, uh, this is what we do, you know, and it's not a classroom style thing. Mm -hmm. That's going to bore people to tears. It'll be fun and entertaining, but also get a, across a really important message. Yes. And it could not come at a better time because Absolutely. the league is celebrating our 125th anniversary, which that's is right. exciting. And I was 
thinking about this. So my family and I went to Ada Hickory Park this weekend. And it, mm-hmm. while we were there, it was someone's birthday. And they, you know, at restaurants, how they sing like different birthday songs, you know, mm-hmm. not just like your traditional happy birthday, like happy, happy birthday, happy, happy, <laughs> you know, like that. The league should come up with one for our oh, birthday. Wow. <laughs> and league staff should That's sing right. it we at should, the annual conference. Yeah, we should come up with our own birthday You heard it here first, first, folks. This is <laughs> okay, Katie there just you go. made a promise. <laughs> and now it has to be done. Oh, I don't know about oh, that. It works. Don't know about yeah. that. You have the microphone in the exhibit hall at conference. That is true. So I could bust out in song at any like moment. <laughs> of course. This is going to lead into our special guest this episode. Yes. We like Alan Kemp, our executive director, who's joining us on the square. Thank you for joining us, Alan. Um, he also speaks during the conference, so we could force him Ooh, to sing. That's a good a idea. Birthday song. He'll lead idea. the crowd. You do not right. want me to sing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't trust <laughs> me. <laughs> well, right. Well, then you know that's the other guest joining us is Jess Vogel, our communications coordinator. So I guess Jess, it's oh, falling no, to no. you, there you go. to sing the you birthday song that, that we to have happen. to create. That we have yet to create. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, that was a awkward introduction to guests, but we got there somehow. Here they are. <laughs> um, but the the we want to quickly set the table here. The the theme of this episode is the league's 125th anniversary. Um, so do the quick math. Here, the league was formed in 1898, um, way back when. And it, if Alan, correct me, we are the longest continuously operating municipal league. In the nation, is that right? That is correct. Uh, right. Indiana claims to have started um, earlier, uh, but they sort of got off to a disorganized start um, and stopped operating. And so the league stepped in in 1898, and therefore we claim we're the longest <laughs> operating state municipal league in the United States. Isn't that awesome? That That's is so pretty- cool. It's cool because you think about all the things that have happened over those years um, in tough times, undoubtedly, and, and yeah, the Great Depression when uh, I'm sure funding at the local level became a huge challenge, and yet the Iowa League uh, maintained, and here we are today. So, And we're doing podcasts. It's, you know, who would have thunk it? That's pretty cool. So the 125th is, a, you know, it's an important milestone birthday. Not many organizations make it. 25 years, let alone 125 years. And so I think it's important for us to celebrate that. And so we're going to be doing different things that uh, we'll be talking to the membership about. And and Jess is going to bring up some of those efforts as we get into this conversation. Um, But the the thing that has also been fun so far is um, just discovering some of our own history that I think maybe had been forgotten about or lost to, to the times. Uh, and so it's great to have uh, Alan and Jess on because they're both kind of history buffs in their own right. <laughs> and so when we task them with uh, perhaps taking the lead on digging into the league's history, it, it's been fun to, again, to find some of these nuggets uh, from the past. Um, so first of all, just kind of introduce yourselves. Again, most of our listeners know you guys pretty well already, but Alan and Jess, if you give a quick background, Alan, starting with you, um, you know, how you got to the league and how long you've been here and, and so on. Thanks, Mickey. You know, it's interesting. We're 125 years old and, and I've been with the Iowa League of Cities now just about 25 years. Um, started out 
is the assistant director of membership services and then had the fortune of, of taking over your position uh, and later was appointed executive director of the league. So it's been a great run. This is a terrific organization uh, to work for. And I know talking to my colleagues across the, the country, uh, they agree uh, that state municipal league work is, is just terrific work. So uh, glad to be here. My background, of course, was I worked for a, uh, the city of uh, Mitchellville as a city administrator. Uh, I'd also worked as an assistant in Windsor Heights, and that's how I sort of cut my teeth um, on on municipal operations. And uh, I really just brought it in uh, to my work here at the league. And, and the real benefit is, is that you're learning something new every day uh, working in this position. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And you've been here and- for a fifth of the existence <laughs> of the league. Just going to point that out. You know, that makes me feel really old. Thank you very much, Katie. I appreciate that. Yeah, you're welcome. Wow. Wow. Well, this is going well. And Jess, not quite as many years as Alan, but uh, you also have a background of working for a city. I do. I share working in Windsor Heights with Alan. So we both came from Windsor Heights. Mm -hmm. I was the communications coordinator slash deputy city clerk there before I came to the league. And I've been here four years now as the league's communications coordinator having a great time. Yeah, yeah. Um, so again, you both have uh, kind of, I just, I don't know, I don't want to call you nerds, but you're kind of history buffs. Okay. Um, history buffs. Which is really cool. Yeah, I think is. you both really appreciate history in general, um, just speaking with you over the years and getting to know you guys. But then like, with this project in particular, it kind of brought out that history uh, buff inside of you, which is really cool. So we want to start um, Katie wants to. Okay, we're going to quiz you, guys. you. And I wish we had buzzers and I wish you had, no, right. it was like a competition right. you had to buzz in. But we'll go ahead and make you say beep. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> we won't do that. Okay, before we begin, we're going to quiz you on a few history items. So, who was the president in 1898? Do you know? I do. You do? Go for say it. Jess, go, go ahead. <laughs> that is correct. Jess for Let's 1,000 see. points. Oh, I love Jeopardy. Let's do this. What's <laughs> <laughs> double Jeopardy? Okay. What uh, What was the main form of transportation in 1898? I would have to assume it's horses and carriages. Yes. And uh, can cause... I say I'm so thankful that it's not the answer today? <laughs> <laughs> but that is the correct Could you imagine answer. today? Uh, oh, gosh. Like. I'm just thinking you'd have to, I mean, some of our league staff have a, a decent commute to the office. <laughs> you would have right. to like pack a overnight bag. I mean, we were just talking buggy. about this in our, when we were driving as a family and like, why would you like, I love Iowa, but I would not have picked Iowa if I had to travel by horse oh, and back, buggy back in the day. Well, I know, but Land was. Plentiful. I know. Yeah. And it was good, good land, yeah. good people. Good people. <laughs> you know, what's really interesting, though, is if you look at that as the main form of transportation and you realize that we were formed by a group of mayors who got together in Marshalltown, uh, they likely took, you know, a horse and a carriage yeah. to get there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No kidding. I mean, talk about an endeavor. I mean, <laughs> right. Nowadays, we have we we so, Mickey doesn't even like talk. him when he has to drive over to the west side. So, 
I always say like because of my job, I travel enough. And so when I'm back, <laughs> okay. when I'm in town, yeah. I want to minimize my traveling. We'll go with that. You know? We'll go with that right. answer. That's, that's why. <laughs> okay. All right. Get back okay. to Okay. What Grizzlies. war started 125 years ago? Go ahead. I don't know this one's Alan. tough. Uh, the Spanish-American War. That is correct. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Cannot get anything by these guys. <laughs> They're wow. history whizzes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, now a more league specific. How many executive directors directors has the league had, and who was the longest running director? Alan's going for it. I mean, he's the fifth fifth of the way here. So, <laughs> but no, I'm just joking. <laughs> I do. I was gonna. I you know I I guess like seven without actually looking it up. But I'm Close. you know but. All right, does Jesse, Jesse do probably have this right? I have them all <laughs> in their 10 years. All of our, all, all of, of our directors. directors. I know them all. I do. You know who they are? You, know, you oh, knew wow. them personally? Yes. <laughs> 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 I'm rocking my 125 you, years gracefully. <laughs> you feel right, like right, you know yeah. them after researching them. I do, after researching them. Yeah. So how many do you guys think? Oh. Okay, this I actually don't know the answer to at all. So I was just hoping no. you guys would. I would have guessed. Alan, the Alan's numbers influence in mine now. Although I would have he, yeah, started out probably more like 15. Ooh. But now I'm thinking it's lower than that. But I'll just say 15 because that's probably what I would said off the cuff. Um. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with fourteen. Ooh. <laughs> Price is right. Oh, yep. <laughs> did you do a summer yes. cut me? I did. Um, nine. Well, ten. Oh, ten. Wow. Okay, nine. I didn't count. We had an interim for a few months, but we have nine. Oh, okay. Um, and Alan will be tying for second if he <gasps> makes t- his anniversary is 2024 in January. Oh, you can't retire. Wait, Alan. Tying, tying for second. For you can't retire for now, 16 Alan. Sixteen years. Wait, who's who? Who will uh, be tying? That's Conrad, who overtook Frank Pierce, oh. who is the longest, who had it for 47 years. And what's years. that number? <laughs> oh, Alan. Okay. <laughs> Wait, so Alan's will be 24? Uh, 16. 16. Next like, year? He went in 2024. Well, because he, yeah. He, oh, wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. he okay. wasn't the director 16, of 16. Yeah. 16. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 16 okay. years. Well, well, Alan, you think but you 47 can Oh my god! Yeah. Twenty more years? What do you think? <laughs> I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> Only that much. thirty more years. <laughs> but I can, uh, I, I can endeavor to keep uh, moving forward. <laughs> so okay. he could be the second longest okay. after Pierce. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I think that the the Frank is it Frank Pierce yep, or Franklin Frank Pierce? Pierce uh, Frank Pierce. His record is eighteen ninety eight to nineteen forty five. So that he was like part of the uh, the start of the huh, league. He did. Really. So we're going to get into some of that history here in a little bit. Just listeners, remember that name. There's there's some stories. Okay, so I think Jess <laughs> took the win, maybe. Yeah. Congratulations, Jess. Yeah, you'll get a... I've got a little trophy in here for Ooh. you. I think, you know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, let's um, talk about just... I think thinking back in time, again, some of this we take for granted today, but like thinking back to that period in the 1890s and the whole idea of a municipal league must have been pretty progressive and and different. So I wonder if we have any stories about how the league, Iowa League, came about and what some of the other states might have been doing around the country at that time. 
And Jess, I'm going to guess you have some of the background through your research. It started when I believe, don't quote me, that they attended the National Civic League um, and came back with the idea of starting a municipal league for Iowa cities. So five towns put the call for all mayors to come to Marshalltown in October of 1898. And that's how the league started. Yeah, that's right. There was some story. Uh, yeah, what was it? Was like in Detroit, yeah. some mayors from Iowa went to and came back with that idea to have an Iowa association. And yeah, so it was like there was like five, the five families <laughs> that started the five cities that started yes. the league. Right? Do we have? Do we? Do we have those I five cities? Have those five cities. I know we said one of them Cedar Rapids because, funny enough, we're, we're going to be in Cedar Rapids. Yep, Cedar Rapids. What a perfect in, place for our delivery. conference. So, yeah. yeah, worked out. So they were they one. Were one Marshalltown. Okay, wait, Alan, do you know them? Can you guess? Them? Oh, wait, yeah, I actually do know them. Oh, okay. oh nice. So, so we got Cedar Rapids. Go ahead. Marshalltown. Des Moines. Iowa City. And Muscatine. Mm-hmm. Oh. And Muscatine, man. So any listeners from those communities, we thank you. <laughs> That's right. We thank you for making us. It's pretty cool. Okay. And Alan briefly mentioned at the beginning, were other states forming leagues at this time? They were. Um, I honestly think it was all but inevitable uh, across the country. You'd see the formation of these state municipal leagues as as cities, as states continued to urbanize and more and more people, you know, found themselves living in, in cities, it's not a surprise, I think, that, that those elected officials decided we need to get together and, and just sort of compare notes uh, and learn from each other. And so, uh, you know, it was us, it was, you know, a number of other states here in the Midwest that initially started around that 1898 um, time frame. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. Just it was likely inevitable. More and more city governments needing more and more help. Mm -hmm. You know, how do we do this? How do we do that? <laughs> and um, how do we advocate for our uh, needs? So that's it makes some sense, but it's still uh, an important part of our American history. I always think uh, it's a fun fact that Alan has told me Hawaii does not have, <laughs> and I think we're totally missing the mark. I mean, I'm just saying it would be I might much better this... to ride in horse and buggy over it. <laughs> right. <laughs> I might have made this joke last year. Some listeners, I don't know if I told the story in the square, but my family went to Hawaii for a trip and it was amazing. And it was noted at some point during that trip to my wife that, you know what? The Hawaii does not have a municipal league. <laughs> they might need one started, they don't do. you think? Yeah. <laughs> like, there's very few places I've been where it's like, I could live here. But this, that was one of them. <laughs> Pretty cool. But yeah, they're the only one, interestingly enough. So th you guys done a lot of research. Um, and you know, I think some of the stuff we won't put out to print because we found some uh, juicy uh, little stories along the way. But we are on the, on the square here. So perhaps we could share some interesting findings. Uh, some of the... Uh, crazier things that perhaps you guys found in the research. Jess, do you want to start? Ooh, sure. Um, so I loved reading about this dinner in the sewer drain in Waterloo. I thought that was a great, interesting mm -hmm. story. I Tell us about that a little more. I want to... Yeah. 
When did they do the dinner? Um, it was at their convention. So convention was held in Waterloo then, and I believe 1903 or five. I'd have to pull it up, but um, they had a big, huge mm -hmm. um, news article on it. Over 400 people attended. They were all dressed up, and they went and had dinner in the newly done sewer drain. Yeah, that this Can was you a photo. Doing that now? <laughs> like, <laughs> you think people would come? No. If we were like, "Hey, we're gonna go ahead and host yeah. this." Yeah, come on down to the storm sewer. <laughs> That's super cool. I love that. But we do have a photo of we it, do right, have Jess? A photo of it. It has been in Cityscape. I want which I forget which edition now, but um, it has when we were people welcoming take people to Waterloo. It was in one of Alan's columns. Oh yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah. You know, we make our... we, we really make fun of that, but I mean, when you look at the scope of services that cities provide, you know, increasingly it's always been about like health and safety. Um, mm -hmm. And so, what made this amazing was was that you had this city that was working uh, to address issues with storm and and sanitary sewer, um, and that was all new at the time. And so, it, it, it's sort of not surprising that if a group of city officials got together. Um, and you had something this large, they really wanted to sort of acknowledge and celebrate it and show it off. Yeah, mm. absolutely. And that's part of what the league's conference does. You know, that's we're trying to highlight that host community, but also highlight all the great work that our members are doing uh, through the workshops, but also our nowadays our all-star community awards. But really that kind of harkens back to things like that, where they, they took that chance to have the uh, a banquet in a storm sewer, but it's like that's that's really what it was about to show off this amazing project. Yeah. What else? What other interesting things did you guys find? Um, I found a funny little clip that in from August twenty in nineteen thirty nine. They were singing Jingle Bells at the Iowa League convention. Um, <laughs> and bringing home the flavor of the bells by tapping on their glasses and so uh so i thought that was pretty funny in the middle of august breaking out in a rendition of jingle bells <laughs> see it's not weird to break out in song at conference <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> we've been doing it for years there's precedent yeah yep. jess has done a terrific job of really diving into this topic mm -hmm. um and so uh, i really commend her for doing it and it's going to be fun to hear uh, all of this over the next year the one thing that amazes me is if you know we have uh, volumes of the uh, municipal magazine that the league is published and uh if i just pull one of those out randomly and open it up what really surprises me is the same issues the same topics you know, whether it's from 1946 or 56, uh, 66, they're all there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that. Uh, it's great to see all the way back to the very beginning that a lot of the same city topics um, are talked about then. And now um, the league started talking about home rule in 1913, which I think is pretty great. Yeah, that, that, right. Like, it's amazing that at one point the league did some research on the home, the 50th mm -hmm. anniversary of home rule. And we flipped through some of the old cityscape magazines and other league publications. And it was beyond the home rule uh, literature uh, that the league was putting out 
there's all sorts of other things that you could almost take the exact same content and throw them in one of our today's editions, uh, talking about how do we handle economic development? How do we deal with uh, problems with our right-of-ways and managing trees? <laughs> you know, there's just some of these issues just never seem to go away. Um, and it's, that's all, again, it's just remarkable. Some of the content is almost, you could just plop it right into our next cityscape and it would be relevant today. Well, and the interesting thing, Mickey, is, is that, you know, you mentioned the fact that we're, we're right now in the midst of a legislative session. Uh, mm. You know, we've been uh, advocating on behalf of cities for these 125 years, virtually on the same topics uh, mm-hmm. when, the, when the legislature uh, has, you know, proposals that they want to do. We're right there always, you know, trying to guide them in a productive uh, manner or at least, you know, prevent them from sort of, you know, needlessly encroaching on an area that cities w- would operate on. Uh, and so it, it's not some, it's something that we've had since our, our very birth. Um, and, and my guess is if you talked to those individuals in Marshalltown 125 years ago, that was, in addition to sharing information, that was also a, a, a reason that they said, you know what, we need to get together because we need to collectively be able to uh, present a voice to the legislature and, 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 and the state uh, mm-hmm. on these particular issues. Right. And that's like, I think, Jess, you have found some of those, um, whatever the Leaks Magazine was called back then, but some of those statements that this is part of the reason the league exists is we want to have a a stronger voice when we're having policy discussions with state legislators and whoever else. They've been advocating to help um, better cities. That's the whole reason uh, why the league was formed. They want to help better municipal government. Right. So over that time, looking back, um, what would you say are some of the most important accomplishments that the league has achieved since uh, since we all began. Well, I think I'll I'll jump in. The first thing is is just you know really just organize organizing ourselves uh, into the, the organization uh, that we have become over the last 125 years. I think you know it's too easy to set that off to the side. That's really an important milestone just to to recognize the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then also as as Jess mentioned, you know we started looking at you know, home rule in 2013, but we weren't actually able to get it, you know, uh, passed as a constitutional amendment until 1966. So there were just decades um, of work and any number of elected officials that were advocating for that position in order to to get that um, enshrined in, in the Iowa Constitution. Um, I think we were also um, very active in help getting NLC started, which I think is great. Um, IMWCA. Yes, I mean the state municipal leagues actually formed the National League of Cities when they just, when they sort of discovered that they needed a national presence, um, uh, and that's something that the executive directors for the state municipal league always remind the executive director for the National League of Cities, we formed you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, But then, and and then Jess is right. The other thing that we've always uh, been really good at is recognizing a service need that our members had and then establishing programs. And, And it's not only here in Iowa, but it's across the United States. 
And so 40 years ago, uh, you saw where the standard insurance carriers were not insuring cities. And so mm-hmm. the state municipal leagues, you know, working with their elected officials and their appointed city officials, they really got together and formed these insurance pools. And so you have the leagues, you know, Iowa Municipalities Workers' Compensation Association to provide workers' comp insurance for cities in Iowa. But, you know, we were also saw at this around the same time that banks uh, were not interested in, in receiving uh, public funds for investment. And so we ended up forming IPAID. And so we've always sort of looked to the needs um, of the membership and determine how we can maybe uh, serve those needs. Absolutely. Those are certainly big achievements along the way that um, I know from the stories from some of the folks that were around during those times, it was, it was not easy to set up uh, IMWCA or ICAP or any of those by any means, but obviously something our members really needed and has, and has turned out to be very successful. I think your guys are overlooking one important thing um, to lead into a little story about uh, maybe on the funny side of things, but uh, simply uh, getting the league's records into an office rather than the trunk <laughs> yeah. of someone's car. Does that? Uh, yes. Go on our Let's hear that list. story. Share with our listeners <laughs> that story. Uh, I'll let Alan yeah, start yeah, who and, wants to can, do and I can fill in. <laughs> Jess can fill in the details, but essentially, uh, you know, Franklin Pierce was obviously the first executive director. And one of the things he ended up doing was also serving as a publisher for, not, for uh, a, a publication that not only served Iowa, uh, but other states. And apparently at some point in time, uh, Mr. Pierce sort of got crossways with the, the, the leadership of the league. Uh, I'm assuming their board and president at the time. And for a while, he was essentially uh, holding the league records uh, in, his, in the trunk of his car uh, as he drove around the state conducting his affairs. And so uh, actually getting, getting those records back was, was apparently – quite an undertaking yeah <laughs> right. mr pierce should have stuck with the horse and buggy <laughs> <laughs> just, just picturing like uh, just, yeah. you know records just right around the yeah. car but thankfully a lot of them did get saved because we do have a pretty good history here at the league going back uh but that kind of i think jess like one of the things that you have found you, i know you told me this about that was that kind of era shifted into us becoming more professional, having an actual office with staff and just being more of like, I don't want to say legitimate, but just, you know, something that more like that you see today where we have an office and staff and it's more organized. We actually didn't hire staff until 1961. Uh, 1961. Because the league office was in Marshalltown with Pierce until he uh, until Max Conrad defeated him. And then the office moved to Burlington. It wasn't until 1961 that the league executive board at the time um, didn't really like the office in Burlington. And so th- that was one of the things that they voted on was to get an office in Des Moines. And then that's when huh. the position changed from the executive secretary to like the executive director role. And then mm. um, we the first... There was an executive director and a research director were the first staff hired. Okay. 
Wow. So we could have been in Berlin. We could all have been Burlington residents at one we point in time. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> well, it's been a fun conversation. Uh, we do need to wrap up here. Uh, but we do also want to uh, share with the listeners uh, what our plans are for the rest of the, the year to celebrate this uh, big milestone birthday. So Jess, um, can you give the listeners a little rundown of how we're planning to celebrate? Yeah, we're going to have quite a few great articles in Cityscape highlighting some of the fun things that the league has done over the last 20 year, 25 years, some of the things that we have advocated on. Um, and so we are going to highlight what we've done for last 125 years. We're going to put up some really cool things at conference, hopefully highlight some of the mm -hmm. old news articles of like how we've got started. Maybe we'll have to do a hall of executive directors and highlight the top nine that we've had for the last 125 years. Mm -hmm. I like that. I love that. Are we going to, was Alan going to wear something from 1898? I don't even know what that, that entails. <laughs> I don't even know how they. I don't either. I don't know I how don't they dressed. I don't know. My guess is I need like a bowler, grow a mustache, and have a cigar. That seems to, when I right. when I look at the photo in the office of the one of the early annual conference meetings. That's just sort of how they're dressed. Some thick wool. Yeah. Along you know. with the song you're going uh, to sing. That's right. 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 Getting a lot of assignments out of this, Alan. I know. I know. <laughs> right. We got guys, we want them to make the, the record here. Okay, second place. So you can't I know. <laughs> scare them away. Gotta go all out. <laughs> right. I saw this well, t shirt when you guys were talking about being legit. I saw this t shirt the the other day and it said, um, I am unable to quit as I am currently too legit. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> it reminded me of that. So that's the leak right there. Yeah. Maybe that's the song for the birthday song is building it around that theme. There you go. Oh boy. Oh boy. We have to call up MC Hammer for rights to uh, too legit to quit. Maybe. We'll go well, ahead and make that call. These days? Maybe he'll make an appearance. That's right. No pressure. No pressure, Mickey. No pressure, yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, Jess and Alan, thanks for hopping on the square, sharing your uh, uh, history with us and uh, telling some fun stories. We appreciate it. You're thanks welcome. Thank you. Thank you. And that wraps up another episode of the square. We thank you all for listening. As always, stay tuned uh, with the league, with League Weekly, Legislative Link. Uh, follow us on Twitter and Facebook. Send any questions you have to the square, iowaleague.org, and Katie will answer them. <laughs> Yep, <laughs> I sure will. All right, Mr. Shields, till next time. Until next time. Bye, everybody. Yeah, we can